joined the Client Point team after a rebrand just about a year ago. Now they're serving thousands of seats. They charge about $75 per seat. Company launched in 2008. They're getting new customers using a webinar strategy and then an upsell funnel. Uh, they are doing about 40% year-over-year growth over the trailing 12 months. Burning capital right now, call it negative five to negative 12% EBITDA margin there. 950 grand raised on a convertible note. They're rolling that or letting it go through to about 1.5 million, hoping to close in the next couple of months. 25 people in California and remote, about 15% logo churn per year. Year. No strong expansion strategy yet, but they are developing that. Spending seven grand to get a new customer, 14 month payback on a $35,000 lifetime value. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Andy Jednak. As Client Points President and CEO, he's a seasoned venture-backed high-growth leader with extensive board and operational experience. He's led the growth of large-scale digital media, SaaS, IoT, mobile, and app businesses in the B2C and B2B sectors. Andy began his business career at NBC GE after completing a successful career as a professional basketball player in Europe. Andy, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, thanks for joining. So Loop and Brian, real quick, you're obviously founder, or sorry, president and CEO. What's Brian do? So Brian leads our sales and marketing. We're together today talking to clients. So I thought we'd both hop on with you. That's great. Okay, Client Point. Tell us about the company. What's the company doing? How do you make money? All right. So Client Point is your digital wingman for your real world relationships. Uh, and business relationships are obviously important. They're everything. So uh, as you grow your business and get new clients and get new partners, we create a custom website for every one of your sales prospects. Uh, doing it is dead simple, drag and drop, lightning fast and organized. But it, it really what it is, it includes all the documents you've developed to help you sell videos, agreements, marketing materials, animations, even AR, VR content, e-signature, everything you need to help. Uh, build the relationship, close the deal. You throw that up on a client point for that relationship and and, and boom, higher close rates, uh, shorter sales cycles, less proposal errors, it costs you business. Uh, you know, plus for our smaller clients, because it looks so beautiful to have this client point as part of your sales process, they're getting bigger deals. It, it really makes them look really, really great. So while you're doing the real work, uh, talking to your prospect, to your client in the real world, we do all the work to support that relationship all aggregated together in one simple place, all the stuff you exchange and work on together, uh, super easy, point and click. And Andy, uh, how, how do you price, so how do you price, the, sorry to cut you off, but I wanna get as much as possible. How do you price the product? Sure, so it's typical B2B SaaS pricing. So we charge per seat per month. Okay, and what do you charge per For seat per month? clients, we also have a tiered structure. And Andy, what do you charge per seat per month typically? On average, uh, our clients pay $75 per seat. The larger ones pay a little bit more. The smaller ones pay a little bit more. The larger ones pay quite a bit less. So would you self-select yourself in kind of the mid-market SMB or enterprise space? So we're the number one rated proposal automation for enterprise. So we're in about a dozen verticals in the enterprise space. A lot of major clients uh, that, that people have heard of. But we have a lot of small business clients. We have a lot of medium-sized business as well. Interesting. Okay, put this on a timeline for us. When did you launch the company? What year? So the company started 10 years ago. It was actually built to scratch its own itch. And it's a, a hell of a time. To, 2008 is a hell of a time to launch a company. I know. Well, the, well, the, the origin story is incredible. So the, the company actually started as part of a facility services company that was in trouble because a lot of the biggest global players were trying to, to move in into their into their territory. They needed to figure out how to look really, really big. So what they did was they developed this proposal automation for their own company they did it for two years. They beat back the global competition, which is actually our clients today. Uh, so they actually became our clients. 
And then in 2010, we launched it, made the product available. And ever since then, we've been cooking it. So who led this spin out? Were you at the manufacturing company first and spun it out or what? Uh, no, actually, I just joined, Brian did as well. We both just joined at the beginning of the year. So the client that we spun out last year, we formed a called Paperless Proposal. We spun out, we rebranded as Client Point. At the beginning of this year, Brian and I joined together and uh, we've had a great year. Hold on, I, I missed the connect to Paperless. Uh, pa- paperless is a proposal or pipeline? Yeah, Paperless Proposal was our former name for many years. So a lot of your listeners may have heard of us as that. Why did you change? We- yeah. We changed it because we're really a lot bigger than just the kind of the idea of a paperless proposal. Uh, you know, I mean, our mission is to digitally super empower business relationships. Part of it is dating, getting married as two companies together and a proposal is part of it. But we're really the platform where you have your relationship between you and your prospect, ultimately you and your client. Client point is a lot more fitting to that paperless proposal is very kind of a narrow, narrow description that doesn't fit where we're headed. And yeah, what? Go ahead, Ryan. Well, that 2008 paperless proposal was kind of innovative, but now if you mention the name paperless proposal, the quick objection you get is, hey, we're already paperless. What are you talking about? So yeah. It was important that we changed for that reason too. Yeah. Interesting. Um, uh, there's always a catalyst when a new president or CEO is coming in and Brian, you're coming in too. What was the catalyst at the beginning of this year? Why'd you guys come in? Well, the, uh, the the company clearly saw that uh, you know that we have a product that is very well respected. Uh, the customers, the clients we have in many industries love it, and it's rated very highly. The market seemed right to be able to grow. So the board uh, and the and the founders, the chairman uh, Lawrence Abrams decided it was time to really go hit the market hard. The vector was going to be great, and uh, so uh, they decided to make the make the decision and brought folks like us in and. We've got a lot of background in growing companies, so we did it. You say board, I think VC. Has the company raised a bunch of traditional capital? It's all from the former company plowing money in. Yeah, no, no VC capital yet. Uh, we've got, right now we're in the midst of a, a convertible round. Uh, our, our One of the board members brought in uh, the first quarter million of that convertible round. When, when we started to build the team here at the beginning of the year, they decided to double it. And since then we've brought in more convertible investors, all but one of which are actually clients of Client Point. Um, so we're up to nine hundred thousand. We're going to one and a half million, and then we're going to do a five to seven million dollar round in Q two of next year. So just to be clear, you've raised nine hundred fifty thousand today on a convertible note. You're letting that roll to one point five. Does that have a strong close date, or no? It's infinite until you hit one point five. Yeah, it's going to close pretty quickly. We see that it's going to probably close by the end of January, uh, maybe February. Well, does it? Ha- but but I'm saying, what is the trigger to the closing? Is it a date, or is it when you hit one point five? When we hit 1.5. Okay, so this could technically roll infinitely if you never hit 1.5. It could. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would. Right now, our pipeline, you know, uh, has us. Uh, I, I don't think we have a problem circling that and getting that done. No, no, I, I, I get that. By the way, what I'm saying though is, uh, there, there are a lot of people that roll convertible notes, and what happens is it creates a really weird uh, dynamic between the person that first put the first dollar in the note a year ago, right? That took all way more risk than where the company's at today when I put a dollar in because it's less risky. You've proven some growth, but they're all on the same terms. That, that, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, actually, great question. Great point. And it's good for your listeners. We've laddered up the notes. So it's actually in three different tranches at three different valuations. Oh, I see. I see. Three different caps. Absolutely. Do yeah. you also change the discount rate as you go up? No, we actually, we, we just, we we kept the cap going up. The discount rate, the interest rate stays the same uh, all the way through. Interesting. Interesting model. Okay, very good. So, okay, that's your capitalizing the company. And what's the team size today? How many people? 
we currently have 25 full-time people and a whole lot of contractors. Okay. And when you say a whole lot, I mean, what are we talking? Um, uh, I would say 12, uh, 12, 13 contractors. Okay. Today. So the 25 full-time, where's everyone based? Uh, we have the sun never sets on client points. So we're on East coast, West coast, Philippines, uh, we are in India, Pakistan, Poland, uh, and we're based here in uh, Southern California. So c- kind of remote all over the place. Uh, most of the people are here, uh, okay. but we do have various people, especially client service folks. And then a lot of the, we had an incredible developer team uh, in India and Pakistan. Interesting. And then talk to me about churn. Churn's critical in any SaaS company. What's your guys' churn rate today and how do you make sure to keep it low? Okay. Okay, we're getting um, we it's okay, Andy. I'll, I'll, I'll repeat it. Uh, churn's critical in any SaaS company. What's your churn today, and how do you keep it low? Uh, the churn is, I think, fantastic. It's one of the reasons I joined the company a year ago. It's one and a quarter percent, uh, most of which from a lot of the smaller companies. Hold on, sorry. Is that, is that per month or per year? One and a quarter per month. Okay, and is that revenue or logo? Uh, that is revenue and logo about the same. Uh, the uh, revenue churn MRR is slightly lower than the logo churn. Um, but when you look at the logos that have turned out, they tend to be the small businesses that are more volatile anyway. Okay. We have a cost of fortune 500 company in, in over a year and a half. So one and a quarter a month is about 15% logo churn per year. You're saying revenue churns about the same, or maybe a little less call it 13, 14% cause it's basically all the same ARPUs. Um, talk to me about expansion triggers. Do you, and maybe Brian, this is a question for you since you're leading sales. Do you guys have strong pricing axes that allow you to drive up sales pretty aggressively or is expansion not a real growth driver for you right now? Uh, everything's a growth driver for us right now. Uh, expansion's a huge deal. A lot of times with a company like ours, we're starting off with little pilot programs because we're um, coming on to a company that's been around for a long time. Now when we close deals, it's more of a global rollout. Uh, but we've got a lot of companies, huge companies that Andy and I walked into with pilot programs that we're now building a case for a, a bigger rollout. And of course, tiered pricing is a part of that. And what allows you to, do to drive the upsell? Is it adding seats? Is it a usage-based upsell? Is it just a product module-based upsell? What is it? Yeah, so it would be a seat upsell. Okay, um, that's your have- only leverage is this per seat model? You just add more seats? Well, we, we actually have another uh, pretty major strategy of expansion um, that in talking to our clients over the last year and getting an MVP together, we probably, we think it's probably going to be a larger part of the business. So it is a product expansion. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not ready to disclose it yet, but when we talk in six months, hopefully again, we can tell you more about it. Okay. So per seat, per seat obviously is a strong upsell, but like the most powerful upsells you see out there are actually utility and data-based ones. So HubSpot, it's number of contacts, cloud checker, it's percent of cloud spend. You're telling me right now you guys don't have that metric built into your pricing axes. You know, we don't. We okay. all we have a seats and tiers now. And um, but you're right. We need to build a lot of those in over time. Um, we're just delivering value and we'll evolve as time goes on. Yeah, no, that, that makes good sense. OK, good. Um, talk to me about uh, talk to me about how aggressive you're being to acquire new customers. Right. So to get a new seventy five dollar month seat, what's your fully weighted CAC look like? Um, the fully weighted CAC is about seven thousand dollars. OK. And how how many what is that contract size that seven grand is landing? So I'll give you an aggregate. So aggregate sure. total lifetime, you know, value, you know, lifetime, uh, you know, value, you know, calculated obviously with gross margin, not top line revenue. So calculated the right way is about thirty five thousand dollars on average across everyone from our tiniest to our biggest. Um, so seven thousand dollar cap. Okay, got it. That. 
Got it. So, so you're spending seven grand, obviously, to get a $35,000 LTV, and that is with gross margin multiplied on the backside of it. So that's a conservative kind of LTV, which is how it's supposed to be calculated. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, investors hate it when you do it off the top line revenue. It just, yeah. It just- it makes you look bad, right? Yeah. It, well, so yeah, it, it all, I think context is important, but yeah, I always like to be conservative. I like gross margin there. Um, talk to me about a payback period though. So you spend seven grand. How quickly do you like to see that come back? Is it less than a year, more than a year, 24 months? Well, right now it's 14 months. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, a pro forma over the next five years, you know, as we bring investment in, we're going to invest in the growth curve. The payback will change based on different points in our, in our customer, uh, customer or our country, a uh, company's future, excuse me. Um, but I would say right now it's 14 months, which is acceptable because we're in high growth. Yeah. So 14 months, if you're spending seven grand, uh, that would mean what the, the average, the, the price point people are signing up for is something a little more than seven grand, what, like eight, 7,500 on, on average people pay, uh, across all, from our tiniest clients to our biggest on average about, about $500. Month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, what's happening there, and this probably gets into Brian's world, is Brian. If each seat's seventy five bucks a month, you're selling, you know, usually somewhere like eight, nine, ten person seats all the way, and then I'm sure you have enterprises where it's hundreds or thousands of seats. Right. Correct. Interesting. Okay. Very good. Um, wh- walk me through how you're landing these clients. So, what's the strategy? Is there a big team behind Brian? A lot of outbound. What's it look like? Yes, we've got a, a really creative model where Andy and I both come from a background of selling info products in the personal development space. Of course, Andy's background is in tech companies as well, uh, but we'd worked together previously selling info products. I've got a big personal development background, and uh, there was a company that we were doing really well, closing about a million dollars a month in info sales, um, personal development products. So we decided to bring that to the SaaS model. So we've created a webinar that's an educational-based webinar that helps people and the value of proposals, you know, some of the best practices and creating proposals that sell that automatically onboard them and get them as a paying client of ours. From there, some of those folks will self-select into an upsell funnel. So we've got a team that's just helping us close the smaller deals. And then I've got a, a small team reaching out to the big, you know, mid-market enterprise uh, prospects as well. Yeah. And on top of that, we, we have, uh, you know, a, a host of very large companies, people like Equifax, Principal Financial, um, you know, Macmillan Publishing, Orthoclinical Diagnostics, Securitas, the world, leader, the world leader in security, a lot of major, major corporations. And because we do info sales selling to the very small businesses, we can serve them. It's an incredible product for small companies. But also our focus when it comes to selling needs to be hand-to-hand selling, needs to be the largest enterprise companies. And really, what is that? That strategic partner selling change management within large enterprise corporations. Guys are running out of time, but quickly, I'm curious, I mean, have you broken past kind of profitability at this point? Are you, or, or right at break even? How are you managing cash? No, we, uh, we continue to burn slightly ahead of our revenue. I mean, we're, you know, we're at negative EBITDA, like you see a lot of the BB SaaS companies. Um, how how but, negative? You know, I mean, are you talking like 10 grand a month or a hundred grand a month? You know, I can't talk about the specifics of it, um, but but I'll say this, that, you know, the, the typical B2B SaaS company is going to be 5 to 7% negative EBITDA because they're getting free cash by getting annual upfront deals. Our goal in 2019 is 80% of all deals will be annual upfront paid. We want to leverage that cash as hard as we can. Um, so right now we're negative in EBITDA. But we're doing it because strategically we can because we're growing fast enough to do it. Yeah. I know you don't want to share how many customers you have. Can you share maybe a different metric, which is maybe how many users do you have actively using the platform? I, I can't share that either, but it's it's many, 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 many thousands. Okay. Of organizations or seats? 
uh, in terms of, well, seats and organizations, um, there's a lot more seats than organizations, but but I, I really am not allowed to, sh- to share. I'm not able to share the exact specifics. Yeah, it's okay. You just said thousands, though. So, I mean, we can assume something in the thousands at that point. Lots of thousands. Yeah, that's good. That's good. No, I mean, look, I, the, the reason I asked that, it helps me at least set a minimum, right? Even if you're way bigger than this. I mean, I can take, say, 2000 at 75 bucks a seat. You're north of 150 bu- a grand a month, right? I mean, that, that's a minimum. Way, way up there. Yeah, that's good. I won't force you to go more specific because you said before you didn't want to. So I won't push you there, but that's what I'll put as a minimum. And I'll make it very clear. It's a minimum. All right. What's growth rate look like year over year? So we're, we are now at 40% year over year. Uh, we are pretty excited about what we've done this year. So 40% this year and uh, uh, pro forma, we're looking uh, very, very strong for next year. It could actually be higher growth rate, even though we're fairly mature in our growth. Yeah, well, I hope it's I hope it's faster if you're raising capital, right? That's that'll be expected. Yeah. All right, like guys, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Okay, so I, I've got to say, Scaling Up. Uh, it's a fantastic book. We read it, we love it. We uh, we think it's for for a high growth entrepreneur. For your listeners, is probably the best book out there to help them in one little small package. Brian, like the, uh, Principles by Ray Dalio. Good. I was going to throw the next one to you. What's is there under the radar CEO that you're following or studying? You know, I, I would have to say that, that uh, you know, I really respect Jeff Bezos. Um, I love to study what he does and how he does it. Uh, and so I, I give him today. Brian, this one's for you. Favorite online tool for building the companies, maybe specifically the sales organization. Apollo. Apollo. Okay, good. Uh, Andy, back to you. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, six. Okay. And then and up to six. I was at five and a half, but I'm working on getting more, more hours. Good. And Andy, you take us home here. Uh, what's the situation? Married, single kiddos? I am married with a wonderful wife. Our anniversary, 24th anniversary is three days ago. We have three great young men, 21, 20, and 18. Congratulations. And how old are you, Andy? I'm 56. 56. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, you know, I've spent, uh, a lot of years having a lot of fun. I was a pro basketball player. I worked for NBCGE. I was a te- television producer. Um, but I've always loved internet and what I will do as long as I possibly can, I'll never retire. It's growing small businesses, doing what I do today. I would have told myself at 20, get going with that now because it's, uh, it's what I love. Guys, start sooner. Coming from Andy and Brian. Again, join the Client Point team after a rebrand just about a year ago. Now they're serving thousands of seats. They charge about $75 per seat. Company launched in 2008. They're getting new customers using a webinar strategy and then an upsell funnel. Uh, they are doing about 40% year over year growth over the trailing 12 months. Burning capital right now, call it negative five to negative 12% EBITDA margin there. 950 grand raised on a convertible note. They're rolling that or letting it go through to about 1.5 million, hoping to close in that next couple of months, 25 people in California and remote, about 15% logo churn per year. No strong expansion strategy yet, but they are developing that. Spending seven grand to get a new customer, 14 month payback on a $35,000 lifetime value. Andy, Brian, thanks for taking us to the top. Hey, hey thank you. Hey, hey listen, got one more thing. If you got another 10 seconds. Sure. All right, go ahead. Hey, if anyone's curious about seeing our webinar, it's clientpoint.net slash create cash. And of course, uh, it's not great for enterprise, but this is if somebody's a small business or anything, check it out. We'll put that in the show notes for sure. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you.